Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your angel medium, Julie Jancis, and today we're sharing your angel stories. Why do our angels and loved ones above show us signs? Yes, they want us to know they're okay and at peace, but deeper than that, they want us to connect with them so that they can help us more from the other side. Friends, it all begins with your intuition, vibration, and experiencing oneness. Your intuition is your soul's voice. It's also how your loved ones talk to you from heaven. In this podcast, we teach you how to turn up the volume on your intuition so that you can hear their loving messages more clearly. We also teach you how to raise your vibration and feel your oneness with all that is. Friends, you are here to love, give love, receive love, be love, radiate love. And because your soul is love, all you really ever have to do is just be. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. And today we have on uh, another Julie who's here to share three or four of her beautiful angel stories. Friends, if you want to see us um, in person, you can tune in over on YouTube where these are always recorded. And friends, I've been connecting with so many of you over on Instagram where I'm at Angel Podcast. And if you want to connect with me over there, I would absolutely love it. Julie, thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Of course. I'm going to have you jump in and share your stories. Sure. Thank you. I'm very honored, uh, first off. And your team has been amazing through my journey for the last Two and a half years I've been listening to you during COVID. It's like headphones totally in and engaging and um, learning a whole nother concept. So uh, the angels are awakening me. This is our story. They have been using me for a while in many different ways. God gave me a gift that I recognized in 2005. God and my angels have been protecting me through my life. I should have been dead many times. I was a wild child, never obeying the rules that have been set to keep me safe. I would always put myself in harm's way, trying to be accepted by the human race. I just wanted to feel wanted and loved. My parents' love and acceptance was never quite enough. I found sex, drugs, and rock and roll, baby. It was my best outlet. I quit listening to the spirit within me at age eight, trying to grow up too fast and out of my discomfort. Um, My next came many years of addiction, criminal activity, money troubles, pain and shame. I was not participating in my own life because those I loved most had so much pain in 2005 Um, I found my rock bottom. My family said no more. And we want you to sign over your three-year-old son to us due to continuous of addiction and behavior. Right 
around the same time, my friend and I had a bunch of drugs and alcohol in the car and I got pulled over for the last time for this reason. My friend my hand held my hand and said, Julie, you be free. I will go down for this. Promise me one thing. Go be the best mother and get sober. Normally, I'm not the person to allow someone to take the fall for my actions, but this time it happened. He sat in prison for the next five years. I'm forever thankful for him. Those combined incidents show me this was not the direction I wanted my life to um, continue going in. I knew it was time I made some changes. I wanted a better life for myself, my family, and I felt I owed it to my friends who sacrificed his life for me. I went to a drug treatment center. While I was in treatment, I fell asleep and was woken up in the midst of the night, sweating and crying, thinking I had a bad dream, but it felt so real, literally was in my face, in the room. I felt love, true love. There was many um, deceased people there. My great aunt May was sitting on the bed, rubbing my thigh, saying, we are here. My deceased grandpa, Warren, standing next to her. Another, and another man I didn't even recognize was behind my grandpa. The thoughts and the pondering of who that man was kept me going, wanting to know more. This spiritual connection had a profound impact on me and my own conception of the spirit. I became interested in continuing to explore deepen in this connection I never knew existed before in me. It was a spiritual awakening for me. Today, I have asked questions about that night to my spiritual teacher. She says she believes the unknown man behind my grandfather was my dad, John. I couldn't believe her. It was because he was alive in 2005 when that dream or whatever happened. She said he was there because he was to pass within the next five years. And he was setting up his spiritual team before he passed. From this point on, I have been more aware of my spiritual spiritual team, engaging with them. I started at once giving offerings and setting time aside for them, getting to know them and learning little spiritual nuggets along the way. I believe I have met a part of my spiritual team, my grandfather, my Aunt May, my dad, and an aunt that I never met, Lori. This is one of the craziest stories, how I found her. In 2005, I applied for a job at a Western store. I should have never been there, but my sponsor told me the only way I will stay sober is to do one thing. And I was so eager to know what that one thing was. And I wanted to be sober. sober. She said, I had to change everything. <laughs> So to change everything, I walked into that Western store and I hounded the manager for the next two weeks for a job. He kept saying no. 
finally, he said yes, because of his wife, knowing the situation. I was living in a halfway house and knew in sobriety 18 years prior, she was in the same situation I was in. And she told her husband, Brian, that he needed to hire me and give me a chance. So fast forward to 2019, my family decided to get onto Ancestors.com to find her biological family. Come to find out, my mom has one brother and one sister in a large family. Normally sitting around the dinner table for Christmas, we only have 13. Now we've added over 100 people to our family tree. So the weird thing, um, come to find out that the family... 150 miles away from where my mom was born, we lived next to my cousins for many years. I played with them growing up. And as we were learning about our family, my Aunt Lori was murdered in Minneapolis in 1984. And it was an unsolved case until 2019. DNA is amazing thing today. The police has arrested a man for the murder of my aunt Lori. I posted a picture of my aunt on Facebook and telling the story behind it. And my boss's wife, Joni, called me three times in a row, left a message for urgency to call her right away. I called her. She said she knew my aunt Lori. They were best friends. We even have match, they even have matching tattoos. The beautiful thing of this message is that she must be one of one that is looking out for me and all the near death experiences I have had. And that's a lot. Another spiritual awakening that was above and beyond was when I was around 18 months sober. I was working a 12 step program with a young lady and we lit a candle I made in treatment. There was an angel painted on it, and we began to pray. It went like this. God, I offer myself to thee to build and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self, that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties, that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help over them, may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, thy way of life. May I do thy will always. As we kneeled, something took over me and gave this young lady a message from above. And it was crazy amazing. It used my lips and spoke with clarity. Backside of the story, her daughter was kidnapped by the father and had no way of any contact with the mother for the last three to four years. My friend tried many times to connect with her ex. She had not heard from them neither. Tears started rolling down my face, and I spoke and said, in a, like a young girl's voice, I'm okay. I am okay, she told me about her daughter, Brooklyn, that is being loved and having fun with other kids. I continue trying 
um, continue trying my best to relay the message as I was getting it so quickly in my brain. It was like a board, you know, and it was just like this huge visual. And I kept on seeing a mailbox and she and that represented that she was coming home. There was going to be contact. And um, I saw the mailbox and she is coming home to you. Stay strong, mommy. Be ready. No way. (laughs) The unbelievable came true. Sometime later in the next two weeks, a letter showed up at the ex-mother-in-law's house in Iowa and the father was going to prison and she was getting her daughter back. So God has done some amazing things in my life. He has given me so much, but at some point in 2013, I gave myself back to the dark side. After all these gifts, I pushed him and my angels to the side and took my will back. And I picked up alcohol again after eight and a half years of sobriety. God was knocking on my door the whole time. He really was. I kept pushing him away. He put lots of human helpers on my path to get me back on track. Finally, it came to a halt. I pulled the reins back when my mom called me in tears and said, I know what you have been up to. She said, a lady came rushing up to me at a convention and had a picture of herself taken with her back turned away. And there in the picture sat my cat Tinkerbell on her shoulders. It was like ghosty looking. Um, When this lady spoke to my mom, she said, you need to call your daughter right away. There's something wrong. This lady is also a psychic. Well, she was right. I told my mom I was back on crack cocaine and now lost my three kids, my husband, my business, and I was debt and living in my truck in Toledo, Ohio, 700 miles away from my family, my mom and brothers. This took place in June of 2017. I began once again on a journey of sobriety. Two weeks into recovery, I said that prayer I wrote above again. This time it was for me asking for his will and not mine. And he took over. And in the moment, in that moment, I took away all cravings for alcohol and drugs. Each day has been a miracle. And I thank my creator for the little breadcrumbs he has left behind for me to find each day. It's like coins, feathers, eagles flying overhead, and just the feeling of love I can share with others. Thank you for taking the time to hear my story. It's meant to help the women get sober and share love from the universe. Love, Julie. Ah, Julie, you had me like tearing up. I love this story so much. And I wanted to have you on the show because I felt like spirit and specifically your angels were bringing through so many messages as I read it um, when you emailed it in. And um, they also spoke to me like as I was reading your email and your story um, that 
others needed to hear this story too, because I just give you so much credit, Julie, for how brave you are, for how strong you are. Um, what you've been through isn't easy. It hasn't been easy, but you have so much strength within you. This might kind of seem like a little bit like two opposing things here. What your angels kept saying as I was reading that story is that you needed to come on the podcast because they needed to be able to tell you that it's okay to open yourself up and to have even more confidence in yourself. Because I see your story as one of just this immaculate resilience and just how how strong you are, but they said within your own mind, they want you to have more confidence. They want to see you taking up space, right? Like I've got my hands up in the air, like, yes, I'm here. You have so much incredible purpose and they want you to feel that purpose, that confidence more within your heart. When you, you hit on a couple of things that were just like, Ding, 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 ding. I try and get this through to my students all the time. But when you said you set aside time every day now to um, meet with your spirit team and connect with them, what I want people to hear is it doesn't have to be a long time, right? Like it doesn't have right. to even be 15 minutes or 10 minutes. If you have one minute every morning where you can wake up and say, hello, spirit team, what news do you have for me today? They will come through. They have things to share. They will speak to you within your own internal dialogue. And they said, keep that up because that's helping immensely. I feel like you feel their presence too when you're able to connect with them. You had asked a question like you had talked about one piece and I can't remember all the components to it, but it was almost like you were surprised that your dad was there. But I was seeing the same thing even before you said it, that he he knew not his human self, his higher self, his soul self knew, and he was still a part of your spirit team. And that does happen from time to time. Um I feel like you might have a question for me and I want to let you ask that. You know, you you talked about my confidence and I have all the confidence in the world with all my sisters and um but deep down inside like my spouse we're I kind of meant for him to hear me. I've been wanting to join the um angel seminar with you guys and um but I just I know where he's at and he's atheist and um there's nothing more out there than you know him his higher self and he makes the decisions for himself but he's always kind of guided me um you know he we've all you know he lets me do what I need to do to take care of myself and um you know it, it sucks that I don't have him on that back on the side of me, you know, I'm in charge of my own spiritual journey, but it would be so much better if he could be right there with me or, you know, supporting the idea that I was to join the group. He's like, 
oh my gosh, you know, like this is hoo hoo stuff, you know? <laughs> and I'm, I don't believe that, you know? And, um, I don't know where that question is, but that confidence of, you know, he says, no, don't do it. And everything around me, like the spirits have, come on, Julie, just do it. What else do you need? <laughs> what do you need more? Um, you know? You know, it's really fascinating. So I'm going to be talking about this book a lot this year. Uh, it's called The Awakened Brain. And this book is by Dr. Lisa Miller. And she is a woman who um, worked as a counselor therapist on the floor of a hospital where they had folks who had suicidal thoughts or had taken um, kind of some action on those suicidal thoughts. And she worked in this department for a long time and saw that some people got better and made big progress, huge strides. And some didn't. Some kept coming back around. And what she found as she studied this is a couple of things. One is that she found the difference between those who made big progress and those who did not. The people who did make big progress had a spiritual mother, a mother who was open about their spirituality to her children. And that mother was affectionate to those children as well. And that right there stopped me in my tracks and blew me away. Because if we can sit here and say, as moms, we can help our children, not just now, but when they're in their 20s, their 30s, their 40s, and life is bringing challenges their way, because that's what life is. There are challenges that are going to come through. But because of us being spiritual and showing them that spirituality, they're able to gain the resilience that they need in their 20s, in their 30s, in their 40s to overcome that egoic mind, to ego overcome that depression, that anxiety, that stress. Um, because what Lisa Miller talks about later on in the book, Dr. Miller is that as she continued to study this for years and years and years, what she noted was that spirituality wasn't going to stop people from having challenges in life. Everybody's going to face their own battles. Everyone's going to have their own challenges. But what spirituality did for people was gave some gave them something to hold on to, to pull them out of that. And it built up this spiritual resiliency in people that the next challenge that came along, they were able to face it with more confidence and stand up to the challenge instead of allowing the challenge to beat them down. And so I think that for those of us, and I'm right there in the same boat as you, Julie, like my husband, when we first got together, said that he was atheist and um, and then it was agnostic and, you know, he doesn't know what he believes. Um, what I do love about him is that he 
He just allows me to be me. And that's what I need in my marriage. Um, you don't have to believe the same things that I believe, but you do have to respect me and you do have to respect my growth and my journey as a human being. And what I would tell my own husband is if you don't, I am going to end up feeling resentful because you're not allowing me to be who I need to be. And I think that if we allow ourselves to just be on our journey, grow and evolve as we need to, and if we can show our spouses out there, hey, you might not believe in this, but look at what the science backs up. The science says if a mother is affectionate and that mother is spiritual, that her children in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, they don't deal with as much depression, stress, and anxiety. Okay, dad, do you want that for your child? Because that's what I'm able to do. And I do think that there's a male component to this, but if you look at spirituality itself, it is more female dominant, dominant, right? Where I do think later on, if they did study dads who are very spiritual too, I think that they would find that those children raised by those fathers are, are given the same gifts that a spiritual mother gives their child. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. And it, and it is far in between. You look at, you know, your pastors, ministers, and, you know, there, there's only one man that right. stands there at church. Right. Well, and that's where a lot of people are writing papers and saying, you know, that's why for the last 50, 100, 500 years, patriarchy has continued. Why? You know, there's no reason for that. Um, and it does propel the patriarchy. So um, that's hard. It's hard. It's all just like we're still not through it all. I'm not sure that any of us have all of the answers, but I think in every case, you have to take personal responsibility for yourself and say, okay, and and I'm not saying it just to join my programs. You need to do what's right for you in all instances, right? So when you say, this is what I need in my life, our partners should be able to respect that and honor that even if they don't believe in it themselves and should allow us to be able to have the freedom to go on the personal journey that we need to go on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to give you kudos, Julie, because you are just such a amazing, amazing, amazing woman. And I know, like I know, like I know that your journey here and you being on the podcast is going to impact so many people and give them the strength that they need um, to overcome their egoic minds as well. And so just thank you so much for being here and being willing to share your story. Thank you. Of Thank course, you. of course, to everybody listening, um, you can definitely follow me over on Instagram at Angel Podcast, where we're going live a lot over there uh, in the evenings at 730. Um, also, if you would like to purchase the book, the book that I came out with last year is Angels and Awakening, same title as the podcast. Oh, she's got her book right there. That's awesome. And Julie, actually, you know what spirit was calling me to to do one more thing with you would you pull back up on your computer that prayer that you wrote um, uh -huh. where it said may i do thy will 
because I want you to read that prayer. And what Spirit said is, that's all it takes for them to come in and really take over in our lives is just to say, God, will you take over for me? So I'd like you to read that one more time so that anybody listening who wants to, wants God to come in and just take over. Friends, if that's you, you can say this to yourself. Julie's going to say it slowly, just one line at a time. And then pause after each line, Julie, so that they can say it to themselves and say it to God. Sure. Um, and you can use it as creator, angels, universe, G-O-D, good orderly direction. Um, God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties, that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help over them, may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, thy way of life. May I do thy will always. Ah, I love that. You're just such a blessing. Friends, if you have angel stories, um, send them over to juliejancis at gmail.com. And may we all just send our prayers and energies over to Julie, who's with us today, to um, just support her in growing that confidence and just knowing like she knows, like she knows that she's got this. And I know that you do. Julie, we're sending you all of our love. Um, thank you, everyone everybody for being here. Have a very blessed day. Thank you. You too. Thanks so much, Julie. Beautiful souls. I just want us to take a moment and pray together. I want you to start by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And I just want you to feel your crown chakra opening at the top of your head. I want you to feel God's loving oneness energy pouring like a waterfall of love into your entire body, surrounding your auric field, filling every molecule of space within you, surrounding you. And I want you to feel that you are so filled to the brim with oneness energy that it begins to radiate out like the rays of energy that radiate out from the sun. And friends, what I want to do this month is every time you come to the podcast, I want us just to pray together. The reason we pray, we have shown it scientifically, it does make a difference. When you pray, they have shown scientifically that it does something within another person's energy field. That person might not know that they are being prayed for, but something is happening energetically. So let's come together right now today and just pray. Ah, uh, Danny, if you could take that over again. 
So let's just come together today and pray. There's a lot happening in the world right now, and this is not about letting fear consume you. This is about taking your energy and directing it the way you want it to go. And so we're going to use our intention today. We're going to use the love that God has just poured into us today to radiate that love out, radiate our intent, prayers, ask God to surround angels with the people on earth who need it. And in particular today, we're going to ask that God surround with angels the people of Ukraine, to provide the people of Ukraine with angels that give them strength, that give them hope, that give them divine wisdom. Friends, this isn't a political thing whatsoever. This is a human thing. This is a collective consciousness thing. And what we're doing today is bringing more love into this world. So I want you to just take a moment to pray with me. Dear God, universe source, we know that there are babies that uh, should be in a NICU right now, special needs children who should be in an ICU hospital right now who are not able to because of the conflict that is happening in Ukraine. And God, we ask you to protect those children, to heal those children, to surround those children with the angels that they need to give them everything, to become fully 110% healthy. God, universe source, we pray for the mothers who are pregnant right now, who are fear-filled of how they're going to give birth where they're going to give birth. We ask you to put their hearts, their minds at ease and create a safe place for them to bear children into this world. God, we pray for the displaced families, the children who are unsure of what's going on, who have fear in their hearts. We pray for those children to be surrounded by angels of comfort, angels of love who fill them up so that they know they're not alone and they feel a semblance of safety, of security. We also play, pray for those displaced families, those who are left behind, those who are still fighting. God, we ask you to give them courage. We ask you to give them strength. We ask you to fill them with every single thing that it is that they need to get through this time in their life. God, Universe Source, we ask you to provide everyone in Ukraine with angels to surround them. God, Universe Source, we also pray for those who have lost somebody in this conflict. That you help bring healing to the hearts of those who are left behind. 
And friends, I just want you to take a moment to add in your own prayer right here, right now. Friends, your angels ask you to hold a vision, a future earth, and that is one filled with peace, with love, where there is all peace on earth. And if your egoic mind comes in, gets in the way and says, that's not possible, Julie, it is. We all have to hold that vision within our minds right now. So start by holding it within yours, by seeing all of earth as peace-filled, as loving towards one another. Your angels say that now more than ever, it's so important for you to do your own work on yourself. Because when you're spiritually healthy individually, it leads to us being spiritually healthy as a collective. So doing the work on yourself individually lends itself to peace within all. When you have peace within you, we can have peace within the collective. So friends, please know that your angels do not want you to be fear-filled. They want you to, anytime your egoic mind brings in fear, use your intention, use your ability to pray. There is no wrong way to pray, to pray for people you care about, even if you don't know them. Use this opportunity to look at your own life and the lessons that God, universe, source, your angels are trying to bring into you right now on how to bring more peace into your life. So that as you create a more peace-filled world for yourself, we can come into a more peace-filled collective as a whole. Friends, I want you to see one more time, peace on earth, peace within yourself, peace within your own life. I want you to send that energy that you are filled with, that oneness energy, out to the world, out to the people of Ukraine, out to everyone on this planet who needs it. Remember, it's not coming from you. It's coming through you from God, universe, source. If you allow it to, that oneness energy is an unlimited source that will flow through you to everybody who needs it here on earth. Friends, thank you for coming together. Thank you for praying with me. Thank you for sending love out into the universe. Every single time your egoic mind tries to bring you back into a fear state, I just want you to stop for 30 seconds, call in your angels and just pray. Just feel that oneness automatically radiating within your body and just send it out into the world to those who need it. Friends, I love you. Spirit loves you. Your angels, your loved ones on the other side, they are looking out for you. They're with you right here, right now. Open up your heart to miracles, to blessings, to this vision of peace filling this world.
Bye, friends.